Viala nisim, viala porkon, viala gvoros, viala chos, viala melchamoshas, isala vusein, bayamimahim bazmanazeh. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another episode of Shoalim Udorshim Shoshim Yom. Today is the 19th day in our quest to learning all about the holiday of Purim. We are almost in the 10-day countdown to the holiday of Purim. Very exciting stuff. You know, people really only associate Al-Hanisim with the holiday of Hanukkah, probably because we sing it for eight days straight. But Al-Hanisim is also um, sung on Purim, which is why I use it as a zemer right there. So, quick Megillah idea. So, when introducing the uh, Mordechai, the Megillah says, um, It lists the whole lineage of of um of Mordechai, and it's said that he that he he's he's a relative of Shaul, which commentators go and go and investigate to try to see some of the connections. But I'm not gonna do that right now. Right now I'm gonna look at at the second ancestor that says he says Ben Shimi. So who is Shimi? So Shimi Ben Gera, when when um when King David um and his and and his and his um accomplices were running from Avshalom from from David's rebellious son. There's this person, Shimi ben Gera, who started throwing rocks at, at at King David, and he started cursing at them, which is something. It's called Morid b'Malchus. It's it's uh, rebelling against the king, which is definitely something that is worthy of the death penalty. And so all of all of David's men were like, were like, come on, let's at him, let's 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 kill him. And, and David said, David said, no, let's let's have mercy on him. You know, at the time, it really is not so clear. But explains the the Targum Shani that he that the reason why he why he why he why he prevented his men from killing Shimi is because he saw that that Shimi would have a descendant David and the Jewish people would would be saved by him and so Shimi is listed here because um, under under one some Mordechai's ancestors even though he doesn't exactly have the most flawless record because it was in Mordechai's merit that King David spared his life an interesting point brought by the Targum Shani. Okay, we are going to start right now in Mishnayos Megillah, Perak Gimel now, Mishnah Beis. We're going to start right now, more, more speaking about the halachos of Ashul. In Mokhrin Beis Knesses, you're not able to sell a Beis Knesses, Ela Altenai, except for with one stipulation. She'im yirtu, um, yirtu yachziru, diver Rabbi Meir. The stipulation that you have to have is that if I, dis- if I want my shul back for whatever reason, you, I'll give you back the money, and you give me back my shul. There has to be a clause in there that the that the seller of the shul can can buy back. Why? So the reason is is because you, you don't want to make it just seem like a real estate business transaction. You wanna you wanna show that there's something special about this sale where where you're not selling it just to make money, but you're 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 selling it because you have to. And if you and if you could, really you would you would want it back. However, the chacham disagree. say You can you can always sell it permanently. Except with the following four stipulations. Chutz badvarim. Except you have to tell the seller, listen, if you're going to use it for these four things, I can't sell it to you. Lomerchatz, for a bathhouse. Villa Borski, and for a tannery, which is where they make where they make leather. Villa And for a mikvah and for a bathroom. So for three of them, the reason's quite obvious. For a bathhouse and make fun of bathroom, it's disrespectful to to have people walking around naked in a place that used to be a shul. That is, that would be disgraceful to the to the shul. Even though there's no longer a shul there, it's still for the for, for it to be in that property would be Hashem. However, the borski, the the tannery, the reason is is because there'd be such an awful smell from the smell of hides being burnt, and also they would rub some sort of some sort of foul smelling uh, paste on the on the on the leather. 
and it was just it would it would be a disgrace not based off of um, something inappropriate like in the other three, but just based off the smell alone. Rabbi Huda Omer, Rabbi Huda disagrees with this, but he says, Just what you do, you don't need these stipulations. You just sell it to to the to the buyer um, as a as a chater, as a courtyard, just an open space, uh, an open lot. Yes, and whatever the the buyer wants to do, he can do it. And I hope that you are excited because we're now one day closer to the holiday firm. Have a splendacular day.